Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm James McMillan. That's James. That's James right there. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I realize if I say my full name, I'm James Ian McMillan. Oh, it sounds like I'm saying I'm James E. McMillan. <laughs> no, it sounds like I'm James Ian, like James Ian. Edwardian or James- Elizabethan. <laughs> James Ian. <laughs> Sir James. Oh, that's so funny. Well, welcome back to the weirdest show ever about Disney. I mean, and roughly. <laughs> and the DMV. Yeah, the DMV, bathrooms. You know. Keeping Disney it real. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll start with how you doings. How How's all y'all doing? Everyone doing good? We, We're doing good. I'm good. <laughs> The weird Pretty thing good. about recording a podcast that people may not know is you catch up before you do the show. Right. And then you we, then you catch up on the show. So it's a little tough. When we first started doing it, you would yell at me, save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. And I just... Yeah. I, today, we did not do that at all. I already know that they're both really tired. Oh, my God. I don't... Oh, yeah. I mean... We're that's, so dumb today. This is going to be real fun. So today is a Q&A episode. It so is. It means that it we is. have to actually think think about things yeah we're not the best at thinking not thinkers i didn't get in this business for thinking no you know i got in it for drinking thinking or drinking (laughs) i don't even know what that meant i am drinking though i you sure are regularly am drinking well that's what the show is for it's good for content it is well until you listen back to it and you're like what was i saying i've actually only had a couple of those moments this is going to be one of them (laughs) This just in! It's 79 and partly cloudy at not Disneyland. And it's 83 degrees and sunny at Disneyland. And that's all we're going to say about that this week. Yep. All right. Joke's really fun during the summertime. Mm -hmm. Just going to keep doing it. I'm telling you guys, you wait. You wait till November. It's going to be a hoot. And a holler. (laughs) So we asked our lovely friends on instagram to throw some questions at us that we could answer on the air here yes and they delivered they sure did they really did it was really fun yeah um very flattering definitely do this again because who doesn't like to talk about themselves i mean obviously we do um but uh yeah so we will probably just get right into it yeah let's do it okay um we went we put a q a out on instagram we did some stories that little ask me anything feature and we had some good responses let's start with our good friends waltz chili bowl lisa and ryan it's a a frequent topic on this show so our best friends that we've never met right to set this up when we first quote unquote met them uh we decided that we were going to get together and do one of their challenges that they do for their youtube together with them and the options were hysterical. And I won't share the other ones because we will do them. Yes. But one of them is a corn dog eating race while on the teacups. <laughs> um, I don't know exactly God. what that's going to look like. But I can't think of anything worse for me. Producer Ash nominated me. I, no. I must have been mad at you that day. Yeah, I know. Somehow well, I think you're the only one that could actually do this. I will. I will do it. But I, I will throw up. Yeah, I, it's for guaranteed. Sure. There's for no sure. question about it, but I'll do it. Yeah, you will. Throw I'm up. not a quitter. I'll do it. Ryan doesn't seem like a throw upper. No, I think he's much stronger than mm-hmm. all of us combined. Right. So the question 
that okay. was posed to us was... Well, I'll read the question as written. It says, James, do you think you could beat Ryan at the corndog teacup race? And all of us said in unison, no. No, no he could not. No, he's, he's the weakest of us three. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'm no. not arguing at all. No. Not only could I not beat anyone at an eating contest, nor could I do it while even I'm not even to get to like going on the teacups. Just you like planting that in my brain, me thinking about being on the teacups and doing a food eating contest. He just got will dizzy. Make me bark. I can see it. You know that look. I know. So no. Um He can't beat Ryan. No, I can't. But he will try. I will try. I'll try. I mean, what what else is Pepto Bismol good for? That's true. You... Or if you're me, you say Pepto Bismo. Pepto Bismo. <laughs> <laughs> it's so aggravating. It's like my daughter's friend calls Carmex, like the lip goop. She calls it Carmax, <laughs> which I don't know if it's a regional thing, but that's like a car rental place, I think, up here, or like lease to own or yeah. Carfax. Yeah. Carmax, though, is like it's a place on right off the highway we see all the time, so we always... Hey, look, it's... They have their own brand of lip balm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, we've plugged them a few times, um, but we'll plug them again. Go ahead and follow them at Walt's Chili Bowl on Instagram and check out their YouTube channel, Walt's Chili Bowl. Like and subscribe. It's a hoot. All right, moving on. Okay, so our second question comes from another podcast called Disney Assembled. And this is um, a father-daughter team. Yes. Uh, They're adorable. uh, Great show. Yeah, great show. They have asked us, what are your opinions? Most overrated and underrated attractions in Disneyland and or DCA? Great question. Great question. Really hard for me to answer. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys have solid answers? Yeah, I I have a few. seem to be forgetting one of mine, so maybe it'll spark my memory. Okay, I'll go ahead and start it. So for my underrated one in DCA... I'll go with Goofy's... What's it called? Goofy's Flight School? Sky Sky School. Sky School. Yeah, I'll go with that for an underrated. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's definitely people that say they like it, but it's not like... You don't really seek it out often. Right. It's usually kind of an afterthought. Oh, we can... You know, it's got a short line or whatever the case is. But that one is hilarious. It's actually a surprisingly good little roller coaster, too. Yeah. There's some good drops. It gets closed down a lot for two reasons. Hats flying off Mm -hmm. and puke. Yes. And so to explain the ride for anyone that hasn't done it, the idea is that it's Goofy learning how to fly. Right. Or he's showing you how to fly or something like that, right? He's manning an airplane. Yes. You are in it. And it's Goofy, so it's (laughs) terrible. There's like really hard lefts and hard right, and all of a sudden you're dipping, and and it's hilarious. The traditional roller coaster banks when you go around a corner, this Mm -hmm. one does not at all. If anything, it almost feels like you bank on the outside. Like you lean away from the turn. And they have like these billboards on the corners of the rides that make you feel like you're going to go right through them. Yeah, with the Mickey, or not Mickey, the Goofy. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's a hysterical ride, so that's mine. That's your underrated in DCA. That's my underrated in DCA. Okay. Do you have an underrated at Disneyland? I'll do an overrated at Disneyland. Well, hold on. Let's, hold on. Let's stay. I have okay. an underrated at Disneyland real easy for me, and that's the Casey Jr. Circus Train. Great. Great I pick. don't remember Great ever pick. going on that until uh, a couple times ago, Josh and Kate and I went on it, and it is so cute. Mm-hmm. It's longer than I would have expected. 
It's slightly thrilling even, like you go up and down these hills on a train and we sat in the back in the caboose, so we were going backwards the whole time. The fun thing about that is that it was an opening day attraction. No, it was nearly, nearly. an opening, opening day attraction. It's worth calling it that. It was, it was like the next day or something. Someone out there can correct me. And they had to readjust the track and the pitch of the hills because it it went off the track. Ooh. Yeah, the conductors have testing. to lean to a certain <laughs> side. I mean, it was the 50s. Things yeah. were wild back then. Yeah. So, talk about a thrill ride. <laughs> yeah. Uh, underrated attraction, I have two. So, okay. for uh, Disneyland, I would say the railroad. Mm-hmm. It's... People, I think people just think of it as like a way to get around, or like maybe you just want to like kill some time for a funny minute. Say, I was just gonna pick that. That's funny. Yeah, I just love it so much. It's a good pick. And underrated for DCA, I would say the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. Oh yeah, which was a lot cooler than I was expecting. I did this as part of my doing mm. everything. Yeah, we loved it at both parks. Challenge from January, January, January February. Yeah. Yep, January, and it was really cool. And there, totally. I mean, I was slightly scared because there were children jumping on the netting that I yes. was on, and yes. I felt That's like right. I was going to die. Yeah, <laughs> it's like in the Chuck E. Cheese play structure when you have to climb up there to get your kid that will not come back down. And that you, was me. You have to be up in there with the kids. It's like yeah, it's it's a little terrifying. You're a lot higher than you think you are. And it smells like feet, which the yeah. Redwood trail is nice. Cause it's all open air. No feet yeah. smell. Yeah. It's really well done. James was like, are you really that? Like, do you really need to go that slow? Like, yes, I do need yeah. to go that That's slow. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was blazing through that thing. It was <laughs> like fun. one of those kids. Yes. 36 year old kid. You mean Jamesy McMillan? Z McMillan coming through. <laughs> hey kids. <laughs> I can't think of an underrated one. Oh, no, I can think of an underrated one at DCA. Easy. I don't know why I didn't think of this before. The swings. The Silly Symphony yeah, swings are great. They are. They're, um, they're kind of scary. They're terrifying. I, I yeah, feel like I can't thrill. move. But it's really, really short. So it's Very only short. scary for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if you just get on there, sit down, pull your feet up so yeah. that you're you're dangling and you're not moving when the ride starts, you won't twist. Every once in a while, I see someone purposely twisting themselves, and I'm like, mm. you're stuck like that. Have you ever you watched... can't stop yourself now. Sarah, have you ever watched the YouTube video of Jack Black going to Disneyland for his birthday? I have. It's a great video. I highly recommend it. For it's his 50th. Dis- yeah, for his 50th. And he goes on that ride, and he's a lunatic on it. I He's pretending yeah. he's like running and you know yes. running in air and he's spinning as much as he can. He's trying to make <gasps> it spin. And they do not want you to do that at all. Yeah. They they stop you if you spin your thing at all before he's it starts. He's not a petite little man he's either. He's not. No. <laughs> Woo. Uh, I'm gonna. It's kind of a cop out, but I'll second your underrated train over at Disneyland. Yes. Excellent. It's very classic. All right. So overrated. I'll start the overrated at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Sorry to all of you lovers out there, but I gotta go with Star Tours. Oh, that hmm. absolutely. That's that's mine too. Yeah. I uh, yeah. Especially I mean, now that the yeah. Galaxy's Edge is open and you can get your 3D fix over yeah. there that's done so much clearer. Less pukey. For its time, Star it was Tours was amazing. And it's cute, don't get me wrong, it's got a nostalgic place in my heart, but conceptually only. Yeah. And I think if you're sitting in exactly the right spot, maybe it's not too bad. But this is the nausea episode. This is the one where we talk about our weak stomachs. Well, my weak stomach really 
points me in directions most of my life. It's what decides things right. for me a lot. So <laughs> the path of least uh, nausea. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that's mine in uh, Disneyland. Yeah, that's mine too for Disneyland. Yeah. I think I, I dabbled it. with Star Tours a bit when I was thinking about this, but the queue alone for that, I just it makes me so happy. I could just ride, not ride. I could just meander through the entire queue and then duck out right before, and I would be pleased as punch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my overrated at Disneyland is Autopia. Mm. Yeah. No, no surprises there. No surprises there. It's very cute for its time, but dear God, get it out! Right. Of get it out! What do you got, sir? Uh, mine is Star Tours. I'm, oh, oh okay. yeah, but gotcha. I would also probably agree with Autopia. I like Autopia quite a bit more than Star Tours. And then DCA, um, that one's tough for me. There's not really a lot of overrated ones. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Midway Mania. No, boy, no, 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 no. I, I absolutely love it. Don't get me wrong. I do not understand, though, how that can have an hour and a half wait. I don't get it. I think it's the IP alone. It's just... I guess I understand why people want to go on it because yeah. we go on it, but we always use a fast pass. I do not understand how someone could stand in line for an hour and a half to go on that. Mm-hmm. I just don't. No. I mean, yeah. I, I there's no way I would wait that long for I that. Agree. I, I would agree with that. That's a really hot cue. Hot. It's hot. hot it's hot, boring. Hot. There's nothing to do in it, really. Yeah. Uh, they have the new the Play Disney app thing, so they have stuff going on. Can only get you so far. But if you're on a fast pass, you fly right through all that. You don't even see it. I'll but- do for my overrated in DCA. It's technically not a ride or attraction, but it's an experience. It's all those carnival games. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah, I'd rather see something else there. I mean, to play devil's advocate here, I don't think anyone thinks too highly of that's them. the thing. You know how you know because no one's, a, no one's ever there. using them. Right. Yeah. There's one guy and his five-year-old kid, and that's it. Yeah. I also thought about that, but I was my thought was that that's not very popular. And mm-hmm. overrated implies that it has a crowd that it doesn't quite deserve, in that's, your opinion. That's true. That's true. And I have a real divisive one here. I'm about to get murdered by my <sighs> compatriots. Take it easy. What do you got? Soren's overrated. <gasps> oh, come that's on. Right. Cause get, see, again, back to the pukiness. It's overrated. You kind of implied this last time, too. It's fine. And I got real ticked off about it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Little Mermaid, and it was just going to... Oh, I, th- I would have burned the house down. <laughs> Flip this card table. Yeah. Someone out there on the internet, please agree with me. Sorry. Yeah, I, 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 I love it. so hard. I love it in a way. Yeah, I'm with Sarah. And I would be sad if it went away, and I would be sad if I went there and I couldn't go on. But it is overrated. All right. That's fair enough. It's a free country. That's right. It's free. It's a free, free. podcast studio. Sure. Don't go <laughs> speaking that out on the street, though. All right. Well, thanks to Disney Assembled for that. Go check out their podcast. You can find it, I think, pretty much anywhere you listen to pods. I've listened to them on Apple Podcasts, so I know they're there. Yep. Me too. Go check it out. Okay. Moving on. Um, this one is from one of my favorite Disney Instagram accounts. It's actually one of my favorite accounts, let alone Disney right. accounts. And this is gratuitous Disney memes. They're the ones that brought us the um, the question of, like, describe your favorite ride in the most boring way possible. <laughs> yes, that's right. A choo-choo going up a hill or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't or, remember. A uh, cowboy choo-choo. 
sitting in a dark room. What was it? Shaking. Well, dolls slightly move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a boat. So good. Yeah. And yeah, that, that dude is hilarious. Dude or girl, or dude? Yeah, we I don't know. Why I assumed. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I have a very clear picture in my head of it being a specific person, mm-hmm. and it is a male. Yeah. But I don't know that. I mean, you can tell whoever this person is that they're super funny. They're funny and they're... Specifically funny. Yes. And yeah. they're irreverent. Very. That's my favorite part. Yep. Because we love Disney. Oh, yeah. But it Don't gets get so me wrong. squeaky clean It's not boring. squeaky clean. No. We have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, they ask Knott's or Disneyland fried chicken. And none of us have had Knott's chicken. Not in a very long time. So I was a very young lad. We can say that we promise to make this happen someday. We will find out. Yes. We'll put it to the test. We've heard, though, that it's great. Um, we saw it on Walt's Chili Bowl. That's and right. And it looked real good. Yes, for sure. Next time we're down there, we will definitely do that. But for now, the safe answer is Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. But there are multiple places to get fried chicken within Disneyland. Oh, and to their question, there's a reason they asked that. It mm-hmm. is a thing. Right. It is a thing. Absolutely. It's not just some rando question. Did you see Walt's Chili Bowl, their episode where they go there? Yeah. 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 The locals, they love that that place and the, and the food there. It's actually one of the few parks that's open. I heard they have like a loophole in it's, Knott's well, that they I can think open it's, as a market or something. Yeah, the rides are not open. Right. But the, their the like shopping and food area is. But they had a loophole in order to do that because they were a marketplace first or oh, something like that. Yeah. They had the Knott's right. Marketplace or whatever. Because they sell all their boysenberry stuff. Yes. yes. Yeah. Whereas like Main Street couldn't claim that. Right. Right. Yeah. So I actually just to like make a side detour here fried chicken related (laughs) fried chicken detour you know the fried chicken detour uh josh and i i don't know it was probably a year ago we were at disneyland well we were actually at dca we're sitting outside waiting for kate in the bathroom and i needed i was starving and i was like i need chicken right now there's chicken right there i don't that needs to happen so i went over and grabbed one of those boxes of chicken it looks like a little takeout box it has two drumsticks and coleslaw and a biscuit, I think. And it's like 10 bucks. It's a great deal. We split it. We were happy. While we're eating it, though, this guy comes up and he's like, have you ever had the Plaza Inn fried chicken? And we're like, no. Don't know how this has happened, but mm. in all the times we've been to the park, neither of us have even heard of this as being a thing. So we had Very it for dinner thing. that night. <laughs> So oh, nice. we had fried chicken in DCA for lunch, and then we had fried chicken at the plaza that night. And the plaza in wins so hard. It's nice. amazing. I mean, it's twice the price, too. I think it's eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, Dad um, talks about it. It's so good. Yeah. So there cool. you go. Nice. I think that's just to clarify that that's the chicken we're talking about in Disneyland. We're not talking about the drumsticks that are fine, but yeah, that's not that, the chicken. That can't be it. Right. Totally. Uh, so go check out gratuitous Disney memes on Instagram. Okay, so a dose of Disney Magic podcast, which is a podcast that you should check out. Mm-hmm. Yes, two brothers, and they are in Florida, so they're talking about Walt Disney World specifically, which is fun for us because we've never been. Right, totally. Yeah, they ask, looking forward to the new Avengers Campus, and gosh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. gosh, yes. I know it's such a bummer. It's supposed to open this summer. Yeah, yep. we would have been there. We've Man. been peeking over. Well, what when the park was open, we were peeking over a lot, or through, <laughs> or through, or through. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
I think the whole campus, that whole land is going to be rad. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously. But I think the thing that I'm looking forward to most is being able to get through. Right. And not having to walk around. Because we used to go through Bugs Land always to get back and forth from Guardians to Cars area. Yeah, it's a long detour to go in the corner of Guardians and you have to turn around and go all the way back out. It's a really long walk. It's really long. And it's going to be nice, too, for pulling people off that main street instead of it being so congested there mm-hmm. just because people are walking around too but it's also going to be like another place for people to be it'll just you know just like opening up a room more people yep. can fall into that area instead of in that crowded congested street yeah did we hear i guess there's no idea of when that's going to open now no I mean... there's been some talk that they'll probably hold off until next july Mm, um, but I don't know if that's true. I've I've heard that on multiple different platforms, but I don't know. I mean, know who knows now? Who? They're who not. freaking knows? Disney's not releasing that. Right. So they don't anything know. that we're hearing mm. is all speculation. Sure. But yes, to answer the question, flat, yes. Totally looking forward to it. Yep. So much. Okay, so this is from a pinch of Pixie Dust podcast. And they ask, top three Pixar movies. I'll go ahead and start. Okay. It sounds like we're going to have a few of the same. I think we have some overlap on all three of us. But I think that speaks to the quality of the films. Yes. So mine will be Wally, Up, and Coco. Awesome. Yes. And, and mine would be Up, Coco, and Ratatouille. Okay, so we have two of the same. Mm-hmm. We got Ash. Wally, Coco, Up. All right. Wow. Dang. So out of wow. So we have two. Each of us have two of the same. Yeah. Wow. Coco and Up. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah, that's... um. That whole pier is... Um, it's funny because on that pier, there's nothing for any of those on Pixar Pier. Right? Except oh, for the I music know. playing. Just yeah. the music. How Right. How is that possible? That's really... I, I As I was saying it, I was like, I'm wrong. I'm definitely wrong. I guess there's like those nope. pictures on the boardwalk area... Um, Oh, yeah, right. There's a lot of merchandise and music, but there's no... There's no attraction. There's not even anything similar to an attraction. I know that uh, Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris have a Remy thing. Yeah, I Um, just would love to do that. I I can't imagine anything cuter. I know. That's Um, awesome. That rat. Scooting around the... Goodness. So Scooting around that kitchen. Oh, he's so cute. Uh, weren't you, Sarah, didn't you say that it would be a good idea for them to get rid of the Buzz, Buzz Lightyear? Yes. Yeah. Go and, Wally? Yes. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. We desperately idea. need a Wally attraction. How is there not one? It's I don't insanity. know. When we were talking about all that, my daughter actually was like saying for that Buzz Lightyear thing that it should be Aladdin and you could be on a flying carpet. Which would be great. We thought we were so smart and coming up with a whole new idea. That exists. For a whole new world. Yes, it exists. It's actually an attraction at Walt Disney World, or oh, wow. yeah, sounds like it. And somewhere it showed up on the uh, overrated attractions oh. list that I was looking at. So mm. I don't know. Haven't been there. Gratuitous Disney memes. What do you think? Interesting. Yeah. What you got? <laughs> so yeah, a pinch of Pixie Dust podcast. Check them out. Thanks for the question. Yeah, what one. do you guys think of uh, the Aladdin ride? And also, what do you think of your top three Pixar movies? 
I mean, while we're at it, all of these questions pertain to you listening at home. Yeah, we're going to expect you to respond. Yeah, because that's the best thing about Disney. It, I mean, you talk to people and they're like, I love the Ferris wheel. Yep. Like, you do? How? Why? Yeah. So. <laughs> so our next question comes from Schweitzer Falls Skippers. And they are a social club. Um, their question is, what's your favorite classic live action Disney movie and why? So, Ashley's going to start this one. I vote for Mary Poppins. I mean, is there a more classic? Oh, yeah. I'm going to give that a clap. It's, there's, I just, I almost feel like I shouldn't have to answer the why. Because the music, (laughs) it's so iconic. The animation. All the feels. It's everything. Yeah. Um, Ultimately, that's my favorite as well. Yeah, so that was an easy answer for me, but I would like to give an honorable mention to this weird movie that I had on VHS that I watched a lot that kind of explains a lot about my personality, which is uh, The Cat from Outer Space, because <laughs> I love cats and I love space. There you go. <laughs> so we did quickly run through these before we started recording to just make sure we didn't have all the exact same things, and Mary Poppins wins for all three of us, mm-hmm. but... Ashley's really the one that came up with that first, so we let her have it. That's right. Yeah. Um, so now we're going kind of our second favorites um, for James and I. Yeah. So second favorites and equally for Sarah and I would be bed knobs and broomsticks. I'm going to actually stick with my my pick as my second okay, favorite. Okay, cool. So then officially I'll I do bed knobs. I love bed knobs and yeah. broomsticks, though. And we just happen to have watched it. Yeah. It's so great. It's so bizarre. She's a witch. By it's the way, imagine making that now. A mail order witch. That's oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It. There's a, that scene when they, so they're good. twisting the, the knob on the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily, our sister, Emily and I, we used to do that. We would touch. There was a, I don't remember where it was. It must have been like um, a doorknob that was just maybe not attached to something. Or maybe it was. Yeah. I, I don't remember where it was. Pretend. I have a very vivid memory, Aww. though, of us touching it and speaking like touching we'd like pretend to spin it and then tap it like yeah. she does in the movie <laughs> yeah, totally and emily you're listening to this and dying you probably know exactly what i'm talking about and know better because your memory is, is so much better than the, mine is it not the bed knob well, remember i think it was my bed it was a wood bed that had a was. circle on it yes it was because it was round just it was like a, that. a post yeah that yeah. had a Yes. A newel post. A broken newel post. (laughs) (laughs) Fix the newel post. Fix the newel post. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, Those listening, what is that movie from? Let us know. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's a great pick. I love that movie. And it's, like, historical, too. Yes. Kind of. Kind of. Very, very roughly historical. Like all those Disney movies. There's Nazis. Yeah, exactly. Those were real. She fights them with armor soldier guys. Yeah. She Mm -hmm. whips up into a spell. Locomotive something. What, what's the song? The spell. Y- you're good Trans- at this stuff. Transubstantiary yeah. locomotion. <laughs> something, something. But what's the, what's the actual spell, she says? Stepatis. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't remember. Dracuna. Yes. Yes. Chorus. Something. Sadist D. Yeah. <laughs> like I know the syllables. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Bacoides. it in so long. Bacoides. Bacoides. There it is. <laughs> wow, I'm probably still getting it wrong, but I got the general That's gist. I don't think there. it's a real thing anyway. So yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. it's not like oh no, that's Latin for I'm sure it's all just <laughs> totally made up, right? 
Angela Lansbury. Ugh, oh, so the good. Best. The teapot. She was the best man. So um, yes. Uh, so ahead. my my pick is going to be um, Swiss Family Robinson, and I think not only is it a pretty great movie, it's also kind of a terrible movie. It's very nostalgic for me because my one of my first jobs ever was working in a video store, uh, like a VHS video, video store Land. called Video Land. Yeah. And me and my friends would go and harass you there all the time. Yes, yep. I, it was probably my favorite job I've ever had because it was just a bunch of teenagers working at a video store. It was like Empire Records, mm-hmm. only we were way nerdier. But my dad used to call the store <laughs> and ask whoever <laughs> answered if we had Swiss Family Robinson in Spanish. So my dad and the everyone was like. Um, sorry, uh, sir. No, we no. don't. He was just hoping that it would get back to me because he knew that I would, that know, would know it was him. Yeah, yeah. And one time I'm out on the floor, like facing the shelves or whatever. And he calls and the, the person was like, um, just a second, let me put you on hold and like yells out into the, the whole store. It was probably no customers in the store. Hey, there's this guy on the phone that wants to know if we have Swiss Family Robinson in <laughs> Spanish. And I just yelled back, that's my dad. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> So good. So, no, I don't believe that's an option for that movie. Um, and it wouldn't work for him anyway because he doesn't speak any Spanish. Not that's the funniest part. Yeah. He wouldn't know what to do with it if he had it. Um, but someday, hopefully, I can find it and give it to him. So, yeah, that came from Schweitzer Falls Skippers. And their Instagram is Schweitzer Falls Skippers. And they have their VP, their club VP, Alexa Erickson, has her second Disneyland book coming out soon on Amazon. So cool. It's called Disney Till You're Dizzy, 1001 Facts, Rumors, and Myths About Disneyland. And that's volume two. So presumably there's a volume one. Heck yeah. Um, check it out. Buy it. That is so cool. I'm going to immediately. Write a book? That's I, rad. Right? There's no way I'd have the attention span to write a book. No way. I love the idea, <laughs> but no. I'm like goldfish yeah. mode all the time. Chapter one and then I'm done. Ooh, shiny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that question. Okay, we have two questions from Tiffany Geniza, who is one of our best friends on mm-hmm. Instagram. And she has a an adorable and super sweet little bakery account on Instagram. It's at tiffys.sweet.treats, and that's T-I-F-F-Y-S. Check it out. It's super, super cute. I love seeing her pictures. Totally. Very talented. Yeah. Uh, so she first question is, she asks, what is your favorite opening day attraction? Ooh, that's such a good question. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Snow White. I honestly uh, forgot mine, and now I remember. Yeah. It. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with Snow White, and not because mm. it's a good ride. That's, but it's... Cl- it's original. That's what I like about you. That's how I know you're a Disneyland fan. Because <laughs> it's not supposed to be about that to me. Right. If you want to go... Then it's just a credit coaster every darn time. No. And it's Guardians every time. Snow White has little... Theming hidden and, gems. Oh, and it's hilarious. So one of the things is that above that attraction is the evil queen mm-hmm. who pops her head out. What is it like once a minute or something? The the curtain pulls back and she is there looking out over Fantasyland, yep. and you have to know to look for it's her. So creepy. It's super cool, um, which isn't actually part of the attraction, but I love that she's there. Mm-hmm. I really hope she stays with the whole remodel thing that Me they're too. doing. Oh God, people flip out if they get rid of that but what i i think my favorite part of that attraction is that 
all of those dark rides are telling the story of the movie. Um, this one in particular doesn't at all. It's like, here's this girl. Here are these little guys. Uh, Sudden peril. Yeah. Oh, yeah. suddenly there's a witch handing an, She's apple handing an apple to you. She's terrifying. D- then there's the vultures. Then there's vultures and a storm. And then they Doors open. Happily, they ever happily ever after. And there's suddenly a prince kissing her. That's there it. There is no story there. I mean, it goes from the darkest of dark. Yep. Like, oh no, she's going to die. We're all going to die. And then the doors open, it's daylight, and it, and they lived happily ever after. By the way, calling them doors is very kind. That's They're flaps. Cardboard <laughs> flaps. <laughs> In low light. <laughs> So Ugh. that's that's our favorite thing about Love that it. attraction when the 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 flaps open yes. and it's suddenly very bright and they lived happily and they live ever happily after. Ever after. And we always get off that and just go, huh? They lived happily ever after. Who who, who lived happily ever after? How <laughs> we were never even introduced to Snow White, let alone no. the prince. It's so terribly <laughs> so funny. Stole- that again. Those dark rides. Uh, they're well, so good because they're so bad. Those dark rides are supposed to be that you are that main character right Right. so when you sit down in that little thing you are are snow Snow white Mm -hmm. uh which really makes zero sense because you're riding around in the seven dwarves beds i believe when it doesn't match with any other attractions it's something like that i think so it's it's something like so funny it's so funny but i think that's why i sincerely love that that sorry i almost said right (laughs) (laughs) i sincerely love that attraction there you go but i love it for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll piggyback on that since we're in that area of the park, and we'll just hop on across the right old across way. the way. Mm-hmm. My favorite opening day attraction is hands down Peter Pan. Love it. I mean, it's it's one of my favorite rides of all time. I almost. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> I almost picked it as an overrated just to piss you off. I yeah. would say it's the most overrated attraction in Fantasyland. <laughs> Boo! Boo! <laughs> Go on. It's so good. You're flying above London. It's so cute. It's very cute. Oh, I love that ride. I have so many like childhood memories of that. Here we go. They t- oh, it's so good. They hit Mickey in the tower. The little horrible blinking lights that are supposed to be the city of London. Yeah, it's like one of those uh, play mats. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. It's so adorable. I love it. And I, I like that you're above everything, too. It's the only attraction that's like that. So that's mine. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I actually really agree. I love Peter Pan. You're but, just trying uh, to tick me off. But yeah. you also kind of agree that maybe it's a little. I think it's a little overrated, and I really like, wish there's a fast pass. Why for would it. you wait an hour and a half to go on that? Yeah, they have a fast pass for it at Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom. They need to get a freaking Step fast pass at Disneyland. Yeah, my favorite opening day attraction would be Jungle Cruise, and I. I'm speaking yeah. of today's Jungle Cruise, not the one that it started on opening day, because that was basically just a ditch yeah. with a boat. And, <laughs> and without all the puns. Yeah, Which nothing about it. Which is controversial. Right. Mark Bricky and gang, they don't like that part of it. Like, they want the Jungle Cruise of opening day. I want they to think be that's better. filled with rage Me at the dad jokes that are coming out of the skipper. <sighs> that's, I, I that's go into that Disneyland every time trying not to laugh, and I find myself laughing. <sighs> it's so, so stupid. stupid. I, I sit down it. like a like a snotty-nosed teenage girl, like, that's this right. isn't funny. 
and then immediately I'm laughing. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And and especially since it starts occurring to you that they've done those jokes, so it's a shift. It's not right. just that one go and then they get a new skipper. No, that would be a lot of training. <laughs> yeah. A lot of employees. <laughs> right. So good. Uh, Tiffany's other question was, uh, what is your favorite classic Disney movie? And I oh, took this to mean... Man, Tiffany just went for the question. I huh? know. Since we already covered live action. By the way, I want to... Tiffany asked two of the biggest, most yeah, direct she got right to it. Disney yeah. questions. Salute you, Tiffany. Yeah. Uh, so I took that to mean uh, animated, yeah. since we've already covered live action. Yes. Agreed. And I would say that my favorite classic Disney movie is 101 Dalmatians. Good choice. So good. I love the mid-century modern aesthetic. I love animals. You're it's, a classy dame, Ash. It's everything I want and more. Yes. Um, and then just a quick little honorable mention for The Sword in the Stone. Also mm. a 60s, I think 60s. Sounds right. Movie. And uh, just I have memories of every time I was sick as a little kid watching that at home with uh, tomato soup and a grilled cheese. That was my every time I'm sick. This so is what I did. Nothing's Who's... changed for you. Though. Yeah, I yeah. still do that. That's Who's still you. sick lunch isn't grilled cheese and tomato soup? Right? I don't want to know. Communist anti Disneyland person. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that, I mean, that makes the most sense. Right. It, they definitely have something to do with they each other, right? Rock soup and <laughs> hate Disneyland. That makes uh, you feel better. <laughs> yeah. So mine, I'm this we're because we talked about this pre-show, and we're considering anything that like we grew up with being classic for us. So for mine, is going to be Aladdin. I'm picking Aladdin. Excellent. It's so good. The genie, Robin Williams. It's like part of that, the the resurgence of Disney Studios coming back to and the animators kind of being a thing again and hand drawing and that whole era, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, that, you know, like late 80s, early 90s when we were kids. Mwah, perfect. The comedy is off the rails. It's so good. And my honorable yes. mention will be Little Mermaid because that's obviously. That's James's. Yeah. Spirit animal. Ariel yeah. is my spirit animal. <laughs> Hi, I'm 37. <laughs> he looks a little <laughs> bit like Ariel. The older Thanks. he gets. Thanks. <laughs> Just wait until we get to our favorite merch. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite classic is going to be Sleeping Beauty. I absolutely love the fairies. Yes, Flora um, and Fauna. They're so... And Meriwether. And Meriwether. Yes. Mm -hmm. They're so cute. Uh, the whole scene where they're baking the cake and making the dress, it makes me giggle still. Um, also, I have like that memory as a kid watching that, but also as a parent. My kids loved that movie. We had it on VHS, no but they made me fast forward through the beginning. Um, they hated that it opened like a storybook. Oh, but it's and so good. They would so cry. Good. I'm talking when they were like two and three. Because it's would scary? Freak. No, they were bored. Oh. They didn't like it. <laughs> but they would cry if I didn't fast forward through the credits. And they would call it The Words. Uh, I don't uh, want The, the words. words. So this is Lauren Hayden. Yeah. Then. So, I mean, this was tw almost, well, like 17 years ago. Right. It was a long time ago. Itty bitty. And uh, yeah, the words. And so every time that movie comes on, we're always the words. <laughs> um, my honorable oh. mention would be Aristocats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Billy Joel. No. 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 Oh, wait, no. That's Oliver and That's Company. That's Oliver and Company. Which right. I don't think I've ever seen all the way through. James hasn't either. And 
He is the Billy Joel character. I actually have seen it all the way through. I just don't remember it. Okay. All the way through. I love Aristocats. God, I could I could keep going. Lady and the Tramp. I mean, any yeah, of the ones that have yeah. so many animals in them oh, are going to be totally clear winners. Lady and Tramp is so good. But yeah. Okay. Our next question comes from the Disney legend, Philander. Philander Butler. We are all mega super fans of this of this guy. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry Flander, dude. we're really not that creepy, but we're, we kind of are. <laughs> we're the only are sorry. Um, we, we put the bat signal out there and he responded with a really good question. Like the best, I mean, yeah, I was like, I feel like it's an interview question. So, I really want to get it right. Yeah, so Philander <laughs> to ask it the way that he did. His question is, what are the needed components to create the best land for a Disney park? Yeah. I mean, what a question. We started to talk about it and realized this is just sort of a conversation one. We just have to talk about it. I think, for me, the most important things for a land are, I mean, obviously, the theming. But, yes. like, what does that mean? Right. Music is key. Yep. And it needs to be at exactly the right volume. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. Um because you want to feel immerse, immersive and there, but be able to have a conversation. And totally. Still, yeah. And to be able to like have it almost be subliminal. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm in a place that my brain is telling me right. I am, but I'm not having to think about it. Well, let's take a good example. Fantasyland is obviously just classic Disneyland. The theming is off the charts. The IP, that's a big one for me, is like either do IP that's Disney IP from the films or stories they've adapted, whatever, or make it like Frontierland where Walt Disney said, okay, I'm going to make America the IP here. Right. And that's Frontierland. Yes. But what this is a good example of what doesn't work is Critter Country today. Yeah. Right? It's just kind of a disaster. And especially when they're going to renovate Splash. Right. It's just going to, like, why it's is a, Winnie the it's Pooh like a across thumb the street? A yeah, it, it just doesn't really work. So that's... that. I, I almost see it as like looking at the ones that don't work and you kind of reverse engineer uh-huh. why they do work. Well, it's kind of like our conversation about Tomorrowland, how Tomorrowland is awesome. We all love Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. but tomorrow is always, you're going to hit it. Yes. You're going to run into tomorrow and then it's today and then it's yesterday. Yeah. And I think one of the other factors for when lands don't work is when they don't feel authentically Disney. Yes. And shoehorned in but yeah critter and, country <laughs> well and a lot of people would say this about galaxy's edge uh-huh. they'll say either i mean there's hardcore people that say that shouldn't be on the property of disneyland shouldn't i felt be that anywhere way in the area when they first announced that they were taken over it should be at i don't know universal studios or something right right but i or and then there's a less critical version people think it should be at dca uh-huh. like why is it at disneyland right that should be a modern that side of the park thing which I can understand that, but I'm all the way in, all the chips in for it being at Disneyland. I think mm-hmm. they've done such a good job making it feel Disney, and I think that only they could have gotten away with it. Yeah. Because if you just made some Star Wars land, mm-hmm. yeah. and, you know, it's it's so immersive. One of the most critical Beautiful. components for me, other than being completely immersive, so not being able to see what's beyond the boundaries, I don't totally. want to think about the, the next... Uh, 15 feet over. I just want to think about where I am right now. The sensory overload or sensory perfectly adjusted of smells and the music and sounds. Um, mm-hmm. They need to be 
just perfectly immersive and well themed. Yes. Uh, but the other end of that is that it needs to be really well transitioned into the next land. Yes. And Star Wars is so great at that. Like the the transition from frontier land to Star right. Wars. Right. Is There's a just, long walk transition. Yeah. In, and you it, start hearing it the music. isn't jarring. Yeah. It doesn't take no. me out. So both in in the land and then getting to another land, a perfect Disney land will never feel weird. Mm-hmm. It'll never take me out of my moment. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Yeah, because, I mean, both... Is there two or three entrances to Galaxy's Edge? I think there's three. There's, there's technically three? Well, there's like two and a half. Two. Yeah, one splits off, so you can go in, oh, and right. then there's two at... Yeah. yeah. Well, either way, like if even if you're going to the one from Frontierland, you like where you're walking through, like the, the game we were doing the other day, yeah. that pretzel, pretzel cart right. yes. across from Thunder, you're going through that walkway, you hang a left to go to Galaxy's Edge. That is such a long transition. It's like it's still kind of Frontierland-ish. Now it's kind of deserty, and then you start hearing you start the to hear a little strange sounds. Droids. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, the music changes, but you don't notice it. You nope. don't really notice it. Suddenly there's like a spaceship different sound landing. chirpy sounds yeah. that's like, oh, we're in a place that has different bugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the yes, plants that's right. are a little yeah. bit different. It's it's so well done. I think oh, that man. one's such a good example of the transition because that whole space, they could have done so much in there. Oh, yeah, there. they could have crammed a, things. a bunch of crap and yep carts and Churro merch cart. and all kinds of stuff and they didn't they That's chose to leave it as a transition Disney. yes um i will add to the the theming is the ground mm. the physical ground the actual ground is different in every oh, land it right? really is but you don't really notice it i mean main street is like so that's actually a really good idea for like a picture book or something that you know you know how right. people do like the windows of main street yeah yeah, actually, I'm trying I'm to sure picture. It's a thing. Main Street's just like a concrete. Oh, it's a street. And brick. It's a street. Yeah, and brick. And brick. It's um, turn of the century street with a curb. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you're in yep, a, a little, little town. town. You're walking up and down a street. Yeah, the curb is a great. Addition. And then Frontierland has like there's like hoof prints. There's cowboy horseshoe boot. prints. And, yeah, and yep. horseshoe and wagon wheels. And it's like that kind of brown. It's almost dirt. Yep. It's supposed to kind of look like dirt, but obviously they couldn't make it. dirt. Well, and Adventureland has a similar look where it's just yep. like almost like compact earth. Yes. Yep. And then uh, like New Orleans Square in the French Quarter, it's like back to brick or uh, yeah, I guess brick. It's, or cobblestone-y, like, New Orleans. Yeah, depending you know. on where you are. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And Tomorrowland, I can't even really picture Tomorrowland except that it's, um, it's like, gray. It's, cement? Yeah. Just cement? But it's, I think there's something probably printed into it. We just don't right. even notice. It's That's, such a big part of it is, totally. like... I mean, Fantasyland is cobblestone, right? Yes. A lot of it totally. is, anyway. Right, a lot the of fact it. that we can't think of what Tomorrowland's... Uh, ground looks like speaks to the fact that it's not a perfect land anymore right. and mm-hmm. it needs some help yes yeah because everywhere else it's so vivid in so our memory vivid. right and dca is not like that at all really but i don't think it has to it be. doesn't have it's to, be. to be yeah i mean cars land is because yeah. it's a it's the same idea as main street where you're yeah. walking down and it's a street you're yeah, supposed to like feel like you're the boardwalk the pier is wood sure you know, but yeah yeah but that's what makes disneyland so special so I guess that's kind of our really roundabout way of answering your question. Um, 
what makes what are the components that make up a perfect Disneyland land, right? Is that yes. what it? Yeah. To yes. create the best land for a Disney park. So I, I guess the the theming, but in that the music, the I honestly for me the the music is it's number key. one. Right. And it being at that right volume so that as you're walking through and it changes, you don't notice that it's changed from one thing to another. Mm-hmm. But it's there. It's subliminal. It's telling you where you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. and how you're supposed to feel. The theming being subliminal and natural and not jarring is a big thing. Love it. Um, I want to make a note. When I asked Philander what he wanted promoted on this podcast, he said, nothing. Don't worry about it. That kind of thing. He's like, oh, I don't. We don't need to do that. I just wanted to participate or however you said it. But we don't want to. So we're going to do it anyway. Forgot about it. But. <laughs> so definitely go follow at Philander C eighty five. Yeah, that is his Instagram. He does really good themed posts every Monday. He's got a really great one. Yeah, like he's, historical stuff, oh, but not necessarily. So it's not the and it's, it's not, not stuff you'll see stuff everywhere. You've seen no, everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's it's specific from his wealth of knowledge and his inside baseball stuff. And also his stories are like a whole separate experience mm-hmm. where he's got all those voting rounds right. he does. Yeah. I mean, those are a blast to look forward to every week. So yeah. Good that's stuff. That's a, a good follow. All right. And our uh, our final question comes from our hero, Deanna Chapman. Yeah. Uh, she is our editor and mixer. Um, and she doesn't just edit and mix us. She has a bunch of different podcasts oh, we are she by works far on. The small show. Yeah. She has a couple of her own but mm-hmm. she does some big ones. James, you know the names of them. I can't think of them. URM Podcast, the Unstoppable Recording Machine. They're friends of mine, uh, hosted by IAL. And then another really big one is the Punk Rock MBA Podcast, which is also a YouTube show called the Punk Rock MBA by Finn McKenty, who's also a friend of mine. Cool. But they're, So that's how you found Deanna, was through friends. Through Finn. Yep. Yeah. He okay. highly recommended her. Gave her a call. We got along instantly. And... You guys know you deal with Deanna now. She's just, she's a, she's badass. just on it. I wasn't just kidding when I said she's our hero. Yeah, she just. If you she's guys so could engaged. hear this unedited, Ugh. you'd just be like, "What obnoxious!" Yeah, we're just constantly going, Deanna, cut that out. Or yeah. just Deanna, singing just, to her, just, just like that. <laughs> yeah, we sing to her. Um, so her question for us is: What's your favorite piece of Disney merchandise that you own? Oof, and that's, that's a tough. One. tough. I actually don't really have a ton of Disney merchandise. Yes, you do. I don't. <laughs> it's like all we wear. No, I have three shirts. I own three that can't be true. Disney shirts. Oh. That's it. Well, but but you also have like you have your pins that yeah. you're wearing. That's true. That's true. But I, I'm and not a big shopper. And... So when we're at Disneyland, I'm not shopping. I yeah. really don't like shopping. By the way, this is coming from someone who's actively wearing a, a Disney vest with pins and her name. It's and... true. <laughs> it is true. But really, I don't. I don't shop mm. a lot. I don't shop for anything except food. Yeah, like, you're not a big. I'm shopper. a grocery shopper. We're the shoppers. Um, but the things that I would have to say are my favorites. Um, so my number one favorite that I forgot about when I first started this is my new bag from mm. James and Ash. They gave me for my birthday. It's like a canvas tote bag that says, who's the leader of the club on one side? And on the back, it says M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. And I have been using it as my purse. I actually have my purse inside it. And they also gave me a beach towel with like all the the Fab Five. It says something like um, 
Let the Adventure Begin or something mm-hmm. like that. Very mm-hmm. 70s vibe. But the thing I was going to say before I remembered that I had brand new stuff is my Disney mugs. I only have two of them, but I work with people that don't get into Disney. Right. One out of the people that I work with likes Disneyland. Morgan. She's my only Disney pal at work. And she's only been once. So, you know, they don't get it at all. Right. The other ones, like, actively despise Disney. How dare they? Right. So, as an act of rebellion... I drink my coffee out of a Disney mug at work. Making direct eye contact and not blinking. Exactly. I mean, and they are obnoxious Disney mugs. Let me just tell you. Like one of them has. They're loud. Oh, it's just so ridiculous. But good, good, good. Anyway. Yeah, they're, they're great. Awesome. Um, my favorite piece of Disney merchandise I did not purchase. I inherited it from my family. Um, and it is, it's been shown on our Instagram account. It is a tiny little plastic um, picture frame that we got from Walt Disney World when I was probably three or four. Yeah, you're tiny. Where I'm scowling, wearing. Uh, a Mickey hat, Mickey ears hat. And yeah. my brother is wearing this like fabulous little um, uh, matching shirt and shorts combo that's like a Hawaiian themed. And I want it now for my own outfit. Totally. So late 80s. So late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. If you're new to the podcast or haven't seen our Instagram yet, go check it out. Um, so you can see this picture of Ash. She has the funniest scowl yeah. on her face. She's like... She's a Disney hater. She's in just that picture. scowling at her dad. So good. Yep. And it's really because I just, I really didn't like getting my picture taken. And my dad was like a photographer. Right. So, and I'm, you know, his little baby girl. So, of course, I'm like the constant subject of yes. the photograph. Yes. Um, but yeah, this little plastic, uh, tiny little frame. It's like four inches by, I don't know, so five good. inches. Yeah. Um, and that's my favorite. It's awesome. Uh, my favorite Disney merch is going to be a Disney princess towel. <laughs> no joke. I, I would have chose my Indiana Jones shirt, but you guys have heard that story numerous times on this podcast. But if I'm being honest, it's the towel anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's got all the Disney princesses on it. It's as pink as it could possibly get. I think that one actually says, let the adventure begin. Right. Oh, yeah. They might both. They might both. Yeah. I, mine definitely says something about adventure. And that towel reminds me of Minerva, rest in peace, who just passed away. And she would lay on that towel a lot. So I have a lot of pictures of her, who, which in my head, she was a Disney princess. She was really right. actually just a dumpster fire and garbage cat. No. <laughs> that, that's, that's a compliment. Just... <laughs> So, you know, it's an inside joke. That sentiment has changed since she passed for yeah. Ash, too. You know, it doesn't work anymore. No. Now it know. feels sad. It used to be every, you know, Tuesday night, trash night, I would take the trash out. I'm like, Ash, I'm going to go take the trash out. She's like, grab Minerva. She's right here. You forgot it. <laughs> you forgot her. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's that's mine. I will give an honorable mention to my brand new Mickey baseball player t-shirt. If you know me, there's maybe nothing more me than this t-shirt. It's a a large a, a Mickey at, as a baseball player. Yeah, an old timey an old timey baseball player. player. He's so dang cute. It's so cute. He's got a little uh, fupa. He does. <laughs> Look at him. He's 
He's got a lot of fupa. He looks like he's wearing a cloth diaper. Yeah. <laughs> we'll post a picture it's of the it. Cutest thing ever. Uh, yeah, I was actually surprised you didn't talk about your pin lanyard. That's that's pretty good. Aerial, isn't it? Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Yep. The, With uh, all those the whipping pins. lanyard. Yeah. When you call an attraction a ride, like a loser. <laughs> Okay, uh, so that's that. And thank you, Deanna Chapman, for all the work you do. You can follow her at Deanna underscore Chapman. And if you have a podcast you want mixed or edited, I'm sure she'd take care of you. Also, real quick, her two podcasts, she has Welcome to Geekdom. Oh, yeah. Which is just, I mean, everything that you can possibly geek out about. An honorable mention, I was on that show. Yes. Where we covered Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So if yes. you want to hear my opinion on that movie... Then go check it out. <laughs> James's other hero, other than Ariel, is Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller is my non-Disney hero. Um, and her other <laughs> podcast is Chat Cemetery, which Ooh, is so a uh, Stephen King. Stephen based. King, yes. yes, yes. And I love it. I just cemetery love spelled like they spell like in Pet Cemetery. That's right. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. 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 So thank you, everyone, who sent in your questions. Yes. That was really fun. Super fun. Um, and surprisingly harder than I yeah. was expecting. I actually joked with them before I came over today that this is going to be really easy. Like, I don't even have to think about it. Well, I thought it would be like 15 it's, minutes of content. It's an entire episode. It's yeah, great. It's so we definitely way harder to it. answer some of those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for everyone who sent in the questions. We will definitely do one of these again. Totally. And with that said, we usually do the the Disney magic pick of the week or the recommended media recommendation of the week. But since we just recommended a dozen people to go follow and to check out, that is our pick of the week. Yeah. Go follow these people. Check them out. They're all Disney fans. And uh, again, if you listen to this podcast, you're not like a diehard Disney fan. You don't need to be to check these people out. Right. So just to run through it quickly, yep. we had gratuitous Disney memes, a mm-hmm. uh, pinch of pixie dust podcast, mm-hmm. Schweitzer Falls Skippers, a dose of magic podcast, Tiffany Geniza, who has Tiffy's Sweet Treats, uh, Walt's Chili Bowl, Disney Assembled podcast, Philander Butler, and Deanna Chapman. All right. Yeah, this is super fun. Thanks again, guys. You've been listening to Disney Dependent. See, See you real, real soon. soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.